Hey everyone, welcome back. Episode 4 of Obi-Wan Kenobi has now dropped on Disney+. Plus. It's been a very busy day for me, but I am going to get out the spoiler review of Part 4 of Obi-Wan Kenobi. And so far, as you've been seeing with my reviews, I have quite enjoyed this show. However, I think it's been a bit underwhelming compared to what I wanted an Obi-Wan to be, Obi-Wan show to be for so long. But I did really love last week's episode, and I was hoping that this episode as well as the final few episodes would continue that momentum. And while well, starting off with my general thoughts on this episode, I have to say that I was unfortunately a bit left wanting way more than I got. And I know that's being a bit greedy. Maybe it's because of how spoiled we are as Star Wars fans now and just how desensitized we've been. But I still expected more, from, especially from just how much this show was supposed to, how weighty this show should be with the situation that Obi-Wan is in. And I think this episode, unfortunately, only highlighted my issues with the show. Firstly, I think from this episode, it was very easy to tell that this was meant to be a movie. And they kind of just stretched it out as much as they could into a TV show. And because of that, we're already having repetitive plot points for a six-episode limited series. Well, once again, now we're getting into spoilers. We're going to rescue Leia because obviously she got kidnapped at the end of last week's episode. And I feel like with the show they've done, I think it's not dark enough. And I know that it's such an easy thing to say, well, I want it to be darker. I want less comedy. But sometimes you do need a darker tone to give you that emotional wake and to make the audience feel something. And we already love this character. So it's not like they have to do a lot of work in giving Obi-Wan his own character arc. But they should at least show, they should at least make us feel empathy. And they should be doing a better job of showing the just frustration or the the just despair in Obi-Wan after 10 years after or he's after he's just fought his former apprentice who just completely just just demolished him in a rematch and I think there should definitely be more felt with that this episode almost completely ignores almost all character growth aside from a few scenes and this is a very rescue mission type episode a very typical Star Wars thing and I think we've seen them done so much better. And this episode, to me, felt a bit a bit sloppy with execution, if that makes sense. And even overall, just as an episode, it felt really bland and average, which I think is very, you know, critic-y, a very non-critic thing to say. And it just feels weird to critique a show that way. But it just felt so average, and it was so unimpressive and... It just, it was very forgettable and almost, it was barely even an episode in a weird way. Like, it was under 35 minutes without the credits. And again, this show just feels so short. Like, again, it just felt like they had a movie and just put in, like, a bit of this Leia plot line to spread things out and add more characters. And I don't think the story has benefited from it. With that said, enough of my general impressions. I was overall left wanting more and left quite underwhelmed with this episode. And I think now with this episode disappointing me, the show needs to really do a lot to make me like be very happy with the show by the end. And they've only got two episodes to do everything I was hoping they were able to do. And at this rate, unfortunately, I really don't see them being able to pull it off. With that said, let's get into the breakdown. So I really liked where this episode started off, actually. At first, we had Obi-Wan in a back-to-tank coming off... Um, pretty much being burned on one of his arms. And I really liked showing the after effects of that. And I especially love the parallels with Darth Vader and them kind of cutting between shots of Vader in the tank 
and OB1 in the tank. And actually that really worked for showing the just the just mix of emotions Obi-Wan was feeling after their rematch last week or in last week's episode. But the problem is with this episode is that it just doesn't deal with it at all after this part of the episode. And after this, it kind of just becomes a very, again, rescue mission type episode where he's just going off to rescue Leia. And a big part of this episode is him trying to forget the past. But I do feel like there should be, we should be feeling so much more out of this character after he's just fought Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader again, and we just don't. And I thought that was really underwhelming. And overall, I think the episode just felt kind of hollow because of that. And I think that might have come, might have been the main reason for my kind of underwhelming experience with this. And when we get in this episode, we finally meet O'Shea Jackson Jr.'s character. A lot of you were speculating who was like Quinlan Ross, who was referenced in last week's episode. He is not. He's just playing someone who's helping out Tala, I'm assuming, with the path. And Tala agrees to help Obi-Wan to go find Leia and actually go to the Mustafar system where the Empire is kind of operating out of. And I have to say that I really like the design of the base. And I think that Cal Kestis infiltrated it as part of Jedi Fallen Order, which I never played, but I did watch the story. And I do remember this being one of the locations. And it seems like when I was on social media, that's something a lot of people were pointing out. And you would have expected they would have, you know, improved their security system by now, but apparently not. But this is what we got anyways. But overall, I feel like the execution of this plan was just done in a very confusing way, like how Tala had to be at one of the control centers instead of trying to hide and talk to Obi-Wan. It was just such an obvious um, way to hide. And even Obi-Wan could not look any more suspicious than he does with the costume he's wearing. Although I do really like his new dress, I guess you could say, his new Jedi gown. I think it really works for me. But, you know, that's a big part of this episode. But then we also get the other big part, which is Reva interrogating Leia about finding the path and finding Obi-Wan because of that. And I think this is another thing I really noticed in the episode, is that I really just don't find the character of Reva very intimidating. Now, the character and actress especially, uh, Moses Ingram has got so much unnecessary, very racist um, allegations and comments against her, which she absolutely does not deserve. But I do still have to admit that I think the way they've handled her character on the show has not been very good. And just as a villain, she just isn't as intimidating as someone like Darth Vader. And when you have Darth Vader in the show, a much worse villain will always stand out, and Reva absolutely does. And I think that's really disappointing, considering just the idea of using this very arrogant, you know, Inquisitor in comparison to, you know, the Grand Inquisitor. I think that really would have worked, but it just, I just don't think that the execution has been done very well. And Reva at first tries to steal the information from Leia's head, but Leia is obviously, as we know, strong with the Force. She's able to hold Reva off, which immediately, once you're able to do that, trained. Reva just didn't use enough smart tactics, I feel like, in this. And she, she even tries to t- trick Leia, but she's so unscary, and you can obviously not believe her that Leia herself is able to outsmart Reva at one point. And Leia is legitimately more scared of some needles than Reva, because she's just not being intimidating enough. And this is a big part of the episode. And I think... When it comes to this part, I have to admit, I feel like the energy of whenever Ewan McGregor's not around is really felt in these interrogation scenes. Because it, al- it almost felt out of place in a weird way. And I felt that with every single scene with Leia, that ha- 
that Ov1 hasn't been in, so I feel like there was maybe a miss. Maybe again, I haven't been the biggest fan of the idea to include her in this show. I have gotten more on board with it as it's, as it's gone on, but whenever you don't have you and McGregor in the scene acting alongside her, I really do feel like there's a lot missing from the feel of the show, and I really do think they need they should have cut back on the amount of scenes with her that Obi Wan was not in. But we get Tala going undercover. As an imperial officer, there's a fun scene where, you know, she's trying to assert authority over this other, you know, general at at one of the levels. And then something really interesting we see is we actually see Obi-Wan doing some stealth kills, which I thought was really cool. He, he uses force to kind of block water coming out of breaking through glass, and he uses it. I really liked some of the moves he did in this episode. I liked when he did these stealth kills on the stormtroopers. I liked when he hid and then used the force to distract them. And you can tell his powers are coming back to him, and I really enjoyed that. Another scene that I liked seeing was actually really liked seeing that the Jedi and the younglings that I guess were the first kills of each Inquisitor. I think that they were going around, which I think is probably right, being kind of in this trophy room. But then it does bring up the question of if they are storing every Jedi they've killed, like there definitely needs to be more room. So I'm curious to see how they're going to explain. There was even a youngling there, which I thought was pretty dark, but they added that. There's been a few very dark elements of the show that have kind of hinted at to me what this show should have maybe been. And then we get, again, like I said, Obi-Wan sneaking past stormtroopers. And then we get Reva getting distracted by um, this random Imperial officer just calling for her. And this entire scene to me was just... It was just really sloppy in its execution because you would think that this Inquisitor, Reva, a master, or no, a, a, a part of, pretty much a member of the Empire as a Sith, you would think that she would be a bit smarter than to just go to this officer, spend this much time, waste this much time talking to her and getting convinced by her that, you know, the path is at this place that she's talking about. And just giving so much time for Obi-Wan to escape. And I thought that was just such an odd decision. And felt like you, you could really see the screenwriting tricks behind the scenes with this episode. And you never really want to see that with a show like this because it really distracts me. This episode, I really felt that. Although I really like the scene where Obi-Wan and Leia and Tala escape. And we get Obi-Wan using his lightsaber against a non-Jedi finally, which I really like to see. And they, they do manage to escape. They go out of their ship. I sort of like the sequence where they're escaping, although my version on Disney Plus was just going crazy with the colors. I don't know if that was just the Disney Plus in the country where I'm watching or if that was every Disney Plus. I'm assuming it was just my TV. But they escaped, and Reva fails to get them once again. But then it pulls a trick on us, and then we find out later that Reva actually tracked them. And we find out Layla that Lola, the droid, which has been with Leia, is what she's put tracker on and vader at first is choking her out and i was actually really interested to see whether, whether they were going to kill her here and i actually thought that would have been an interesting development it would have actually made vader more of the central antagonist which is let's be real what we all want and i was kind of disappointed it didn't happen and then she just revealed that she was um that she'd put a tracker but even then i the way the, how quickly darth vader says it seems I've underestimated you, and it's, you know, James Earl Jones, magical voice. Even that felt a bit off to me, and I think, again, that's, again, partly due to just the way this episode was edited. Something about it felt kind of off, and it made it feel kind of sloppy and cheaper 
than it definitely was. And I feel like this whole show, something's just felt off about the presentation. And I think it might be the editing, but I think, again, I talked about this earlier, but I feel like the use of this volume soundstage they've been using, it's pretty much, it's the volume, but it's pretty much a, like, almost 360-degree soundstage they film on. I think that by using this, it looks really great in, like, the desert or in, like, the Mandalorian, the city they go to, Navarro. But when it comes to this show and putting it in, like, using it for, like, Imperial bases, there's certain shots in here which looked absolutely horrendous. And again, I don't know if it was my TV, but there was a few shots, especially when they were on the landing dock and there was just a ship landing where I thought it legitimately looked horrendous. And I don't know what was going on in those scenes, but I did like seeing Vader almost choke out someone. But even then, I'm also a bit concerned how little Darth Vader has been in the show. And considering a lot of the excitement for the show was that Hayden Christensen was coming back, We've had so little of him, and we also recently learned that he wasn't even the one in the suit. So I'm really curious to see what he's actually going to be doing on this show. And it actually does probably tell me that episode 5 might just be an all-out flashback episode. And with this show, I actually really want to see that. I think it might be a great way to kind of revitalize the show. But the episode does end on a pretty good scene that I actually really liked. It was a really sweet scene between Obi-Wan and Leia. and just get them holding hands. And I liked that scene a lot. And I actually liked that part of that was almost Leia comforting Obi-Wan, knowing that he, you know, has a lot of guilt because of Anakin Skywalker and what he's become with Darth Vader. And I sort of liked that angle looking at it that way. So when it comes to episode four of Obi-Wan, it's not, it was not a great episode like I'd hoped it would be. And I think overall with the show, it's leaving me wanting more than I'm getting. And I think I'm leaving this leaving as of right now feeling with the show that it's kind of just a bit meh and i never wanted to feel that with the show i was so excited for the return of ewan mcgregor's obi-wan and so far i feel like the show is good enough but it has not lived up to its potential at all and it's made some very easy to correct mistakes that have really disappointed me and i think that's where i sit right now so yeah i hope you guys enjoyed obi-wan kenobi episode or hopefully more than me I found it a bit underwhelming. I am still really looking forward to that week, to next week, and just to let you know, I have not seen Miss Marvel yet. So we'll be watching it right after this, and I should hopefully try to get a review within the next few days. I have also seen Jurassic World Dominion, and I will be reviewing that tomorrow, so make sure to come back for that. So thank you guys so much for listening. Catch you all next time. Bye-bye.